coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are live from the Mercado. It's that day. It's a Thursday. We're a little bit, uh, you know, 48 hours from, from being able to get kicked off, and it's beat yeah, Indiana it's a, Yeah, it's about, oh, yeah, it'll be about uh, 50, 50 hours. 50, 50 hours away. It is on and away. popping. It's on like neck bone, like we used to say back in the day. So we, we are here at the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, 84th and Havelock. They got some specials today. Buy one, get one free on four packs of Steakhouse Blend Burger Patties. Come by and check out their incredible variety of meats with all types of cuts, plus some seafood, too. Also, come register for a free Jason Peter jersey. Must be here between uh, from now till 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. We will contact the winner uh, after we draw uh, their name after the show ends. And then... Uh, you know, hopefully they get their weekend started, you know, and uh, lead the Huskers to a, uh, or help, you know, cheer on the Huskers to a victory come Saturday night. Should be simplicity in this thing. There is a way to beat Indiana, and that's what we'll talk about today. We'll also talk about tomorrow night at PBA. Got, you know, Waka, Waka Flocka coming in. Jake, Jake Sorensen said Waka yeah. is not his dude. Like, he, he, he yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know. He's all right, I guess. You know, I mean, 15 years in the game. Like yeah, 15 yeah, years yeah. in the you game. Really Look, Nebraska's never not shown out well, even when they do the Friday night lights and have guys, you know, people come in. So they definitely get the, you know, you know, good people coming in. So, look, man, I think, uh, you know, seeing Coach Horberg the other day and then seeing him a few times in the offseason, uh, he, he seems excited, genuinely excited. I think also he think. I mean, I think he's always been, you know, uh, you know, ready energy-wise, but I think he's rejuvenated. I think it, you know, have it going in and have a plan and kind of pushing a mini reset on who he's recruiting, how he's recruiting. Uh, you know, got a couple new coaches, you know, and so that pumps life into you. And then you got some uh, good recruits coming in. Then you get my man Goggles. I love Goggles. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got, you know, then you kind of got a, you know, a, a definitely a two-way player kind of fell in your lap, Sam Greasel, you know, where, you know, he, Sam Greasel, uh, which I, I know him uh, a little bit more intel, uh, know his dad a little bit, know him, followed him because he's a local kid and he's, you know, really blossomed into a great player. Had some options to go play overseas for sure, uh, possibly NBA, but then he, you know, decides to come and, uh, you know, bring his talents to Nebraska. So I think it's it's a really, really good time for Nebraska Nebraska basketball. Uh, they got some size. You got D Walk back and uh, Blaze you know, Keita. Yeah, Blaze. You got, you got well, you got Blaze. You got D Walk. You got uh, Greasel. Uh, you got CJ back. You know, I think, it, and you got Goggles. I think they got a nice little mix, and I think they got a a good tough team. And I think they gained some confidence down the stretch last year. 
you know what I mean, the way that they played. That four games, and you really, to be honest with you, the second game or the game that they lost in the Big Ten tournament, I think they lost the game versus, uh, you know, the other team winning. So I think it's, you know, it's one of those things that it's uh, genuine excitement. Um, and, you know, Friday night's just part of the process. I think they're ready to go, and uh, I think they have a, a, a good opportunity to really uh, obviously play a lot better than they did last year. I think it's crucial to get off to a good start. Obviously, last year, I think, you know, kind of like Nebraska, you know, or, you know, football, where you, you know, they lose a game, last second shot, probably if they played that team 10 times, they win seven. But, you know, the only one that really counts is the one that you play. So they got to get busy and uh, stay focused and uh, stay humble and just go out there and play well. A couple of things for tomorrow. Um, one, there are four returning lettermen on the Huskers men's basketball team. That's right. it. There's four. Right. But the transitioning guys in what Coach Hoiberg brought in, there are a couple of guys that he speaks about in such fire and passionate ways. Juwan Gary, who's the transfer in uh, from Alabama, again, yep. played in the SEC tournament two, team. Two-way two way player. Right, guy that can stretch. Long, he's, he, could, he could do everything, right? He's got an opportunity to expand his game, uh, gets after it on the defensive end, can run the floor. He's a guy that could, you know, look, when, when Nebraska was really playing well last year, they, they were really good in the, within the first three passes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no defensive breakdowns. And then they got out on the break. And they were, that's when they were the, a hard team to handle. That's when they were taking Illinois down to the wire. Creighton, they, they made a run, big run against Creighton. Every team that they were able to kind of get right there, uh, that's how they played. And so now when you add the defensive element that the focus is on really getting stops, that helps mm -hmm. when you're not shooting well or you're not able to get out in transition. So those lulls are like three, four, five, maybe six minutes of no scoring. You know, you can create it on your own by having good defense, and then ideally you're going to get some easier shots on offense. So I think, it, you know, I think it, it bodes well for, you know, the Nebraska Huskers for, uh, basketball team uh, moving forward. Talking about having Sam Griesel at 6'7", 209, yeah, at the point of your defense, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, being able to, to control what's going on in the space, right. not so much entry, having Blaze Keita to put next to Derek Walker right. with size up front. Breidenbach also gives you a little bit of that. Um, they're good to have him back at his body. Right. Now he's got his grown man right, body. Right. Yeah, he got right. a, he's he got, got a grown man body now. Yeah, like he, he, didn't, had, he didn't have a choice to, to get a little bit bigger and stronger. Um, and I think, it, you know, a good thing for him, he got a taste of the Big Ten basketball. Now he knows what he needs to work on physically. I think it helped him mentally. So I think it works out well. And I think sometimes when you're away from the game, you know, again, you know, your, your zest for that game, you know, you want to get back. And I think it really helps. It's not as much pressure put on him. We talked about, you know, at times where, you know, you're throwing freshman offensive linemen out there, the Teddy Proskas, the Bryce Benharts. It's great to say that you have a freshman playing, but in reality, you don't want them to play unless you – they're just so good, he has to play. Whereas he, with goggles, I think sometimes, you know, it was maybe – I wouldn't say it's too much too fast, but it's too much put on him. So instead, here's a here's – a, him playing 10, 12 minutes, great. Mm -hmm. Him playing having to play every night 24 minutes is a big step. Not that he couldn't handle it physically, but it's just something that he needed to um, – you know, grow into, and he didn't get to grow into it gradually. It was like, here, welcome to campus. Here's Big Ten basketball. We need you. We need you, and we need you to produce, and we need you to be consistent. 
these are things that guys have to grow into and learn how to do. So, you know, I think Friday night's a big part of the process. It's, it's kind of just the start to kick off. It's kind of like your, well, when, when, when way back in the day when we were in high school, jamboree and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. they do the yeah. stuff to get the crowd going and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, I think it's just, it's, I think it's a good weekend. I think it's a good weekend, hopefully, to a good Hus- Husker sports weekend. You know, the uh, basketball team, obviously, hopefully Saturday night as well. A name, Emmanuel Bandemel, who they brought in. And, again, it's a guy that when Coach Hoiberg talks about him, right. he lights up. And, and to understand that this is a guy who played at SMU, 6'4", uh, longer arms in that 6'7 reach in a 6'4 right. I mean, guard. It's the same thing. It's, <laughs> look, as much as we talked about and lit Sean Callahan up yesterday, about the discrepancies of the quarterback room, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just not uniform. Didn't know what he, looked, right. what he was looking but for. But what he's talking about, who, the guys that he's, he's talking about, where you talk about Greasel, Gary, Emmanuel, the, they're all the same. In, in some form of fact, long, big, physical, guys that can get up and down the court, probably increase, I think they increase their basketball IQ, mm-hmm. which then will allow them to mesh and, and come complete quicker. Um, they can play all play different roles at different places. So getting them to play a secondary or a third role for a game or two won't be that hard. So I think it's a it's a good time for them. And so I think it's a, you know, exciting time. And then obviously, you know, the women's basketball. Well, before we before we get over to the women, just yeah. uh, right in tune with what you were saying, you brought in a fresh a six, six freshman who is a real deal. Like he's a real deal. deal. Right. And for him to get into the space where, one, he does not have to exactly. carry, do the heavy lifting, right. right? This is a guy that played – his home games were in the Staples Center. Right. Like you – Yeah, he's, he's – I mean, traveling the way he they travel – Right, it's, it might it be a might step be, back. I was just about to say, man, <laughs> that brother ain't used to – Coach, you know, right, so he, right, he, it might he, right, he up there. He used to seeing LeBron and all them, man. So you know, Jay Former running there. He'd be like, "Man, who are you? What, man? Do, you, right, what do you yeah, want? What you want? Man? What do you want?" Actually, his dad's gonna stop by Barry's tomorrow. Okay, uh, good. So Rock, Rock Senior, Ramel yeah. Senior is gonna stop by, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, I mean, things to look good, at, uh, uh, things to feel good about. In that, uh, Fred. Coach Horberg had a different look on his face. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like the pressure is, like he understands he has to win. Sure. And that's the thing. It is the focus. It is the absolute purpose. But the funny thing was for him to say, I like this group for how hard they work. Well, see, here's the thing is like the one thing that last year when, you know, obviously he met with Trev and like a grant, a grant, I wasn't in that meeting. Mm -hmm. Right. But. I just have a, a feeling when he came in there with that plan, it was a thoughtful, well-articulated well, well plan, and now he's executed it, yeah. right? Yeah. So that gives, him, that gives you, like, inner peace because, you know, what it, te- it would tell me if I was, I guess, an AD or something. One, okay, you tried it to kind of the AAU, you know, just accumulate a bunch of good individual players. Let's see where it goes, right? Right, right. Somewhat didn't work well. I think right. it took him a little bit of too much time, and I think he just didn't start right. He had some Trey getting hurt early in the season. I think really stymied stuff, right? But and the ideal thing with Bryce McGowan is for him not to have to carry the heavy lifting exa- in game it, one. Yeah, game one. We're, we ideally you'd like it to be ten, fifteen, and then finish that season the way you know like that. So, but as a I guess I would say, okay, well, look, you, you learned, you took your lumps, and then you had an action plan 
that's actually formidable and attainable and then you went and did it so i think that when you when you do it like essentially putting it on paper doing it to execute that's where the confidence comes from and then the stress level goes because he you know maybe he knows that you know hey look all right this is what we really need in the big 10 we need a guy that's going to really you know be able to calm the you know you know the rocky waters he's going to be able to see over the you the one thing you ain't, people don't understand is when you have two, sam greasel emmanuel uh lloyd you know what I mean? The, and CJ as well, you got some bigger guards that can see over defenses now. That actually – so that what, what you can do now um, from, you know, I'm putting on my coach's hat where I can actually extend my offense now. So what that does is that makes one of the most at, – at, at least for a big majority of the season, one of the most efficient players – in the nation, Derek Walker, mm-hmm. that clears things up for him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? He can play some four this year. He can year. play some four. He, he, can, he, he can actually play be a, five with an actual big at four right? next to and, him. Or he could be a big three, you know, if he, if he needs to, to kind of expand his game because he's a smart defender. But what that does is you could actually maybe put him, goggles, blaze in there mm-hmm. and say, okay, you want to you get physical? Well, we can, we can hit you with a, a little bit of a big unit, kind of like if you go against a small team, right? All right, well, let's roll our big guys out there, see how you like it, see how you adjust, so forth and so on. So, ideally, I think they're right where they want to be, and, and, you know, everything points to everything being positive. Here's some of the transition stuff that that whispers around the program. When you watch them at practice, the thing that happens when you talk about having a 6'7 point guard who's a physical 6'7 point guard, not just a long 6'7 point guard, that his ability, Greasel's ability – one, to have – you've got Keita, Walker, Breidenbach who can rebound and outlet for you. But what happens in the natural space of Nebraska's offense is for Greasel to be out front against a point guard. Right. And then he can just settle him down on the box, outlet, get him down on the box, and work at a five- or six-inch right. advantage yeah. and get, get some free points right. that they weren't allowed to get over the course of the last few years. So there's a lot of stuff. But on the other side, Amy Williams has – an opportunity to secure her place in space within the program. A great year. You make the tournament. You knock off all the big-time player, big-time teams in the Big Ten. Right. Yes, Sam Hybe losing Sam Hybe affects, but remember they've lost Sam Hybe for for segments of the, the season, season before previ- yeah. previously. Yeah. So there is a way. Right. For this team that re- again is returning. <clears throat> Basically, returning its starting lineup, right, and its and, and its top three rotational players. Yeah, beyond I mean, they're, that, they're, but they added some good freshmen. Obviously, Mendelssohn is going to be, you know, a little bit of later addition because she plays, you know, volleyball, which is great. But she's I think serious, right? But you think with the, you know, ideally, you want Kendall Coley to take a bigger role, a big jump in development, mm-hmm. right? And hopefully, mm-hmm. that's happening in the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you get that, and then you have, you know, Jazz Shelley gets a little bit, say, more consistent, like, with the outside shot, um, along with, like, Izzy Bourne and then Alexis Markowski. I, I've heard the one other thing I, that really uh, stood out to me is that uh, she worked a little bit more on her outside game, and, and she's motivated. And she to changed be, her body. That, she changed right, her body right, around. To, to be even more. Mm-hmm. Well, what that's going to allow her to do is be quicker, more efficient around the rim. You expand your offensive game. You know, so it allows you to get more shots. But then one thing about Alexis Markowski, she, she you know, kind of grew up in a really good uh, youth program. Mm-hmm. She'll kick it out, in, you know, to the open shot. So now these shooters 
are going to get even more open looks. So everybody's got to be able to hold, you know, hold down the fort. So um, I like the, I like it. You know, they got Dillard that came in from uh, Sacramento, you know, from Texas Tech. So you got a little bit of experience there. Got size. You got Trinity speed. Brady. Who, yeah, you got has been injured, right. but she's been a part of the program. Right. So she's ready to go. Hopefully, she's healthy. So I think it's a. I think it's a good good opportunity for them. I think they got a good mix of veterans coming back, experience, but then also uh, you got Stewart's some... back, uh, uh, Widener's back, uh, Colin Hack. They they yeah. talked about. They actually talked. Uh, Amy talked about her at the presser the other day, and that her ability to step up and be a part of right. what's been going on. And the, the the guard that kind of gets overlooked is Allison Widener, right? Mm-hmm. Whether she's from Humphreys. Because just if she's from Nebraska, but I think the team changed last year. Now one of now one was a little bit of the stuff going on, and then some injury, right? But she got her opportunity. But the way that she was able to pick up the pace and the stamina that she had to play, and what she brought took the pressure off of Jazz Shelley, allowed Alexis Markowski to, you know, flourish. Allowed Izzy Bourne to do her thing. So what the emergence of her last year, I think, took the team to another level because she can. She could be on the ball defender. She can. Do, I mean, do, she was the best player in the state, but you couldn't expect Markowski to have the year she had. Right, because like that's a huge step up. And then Amy talked about as well that Markowski said, "Listen, for everything that I'm working on, what I want to be able to do is finish better." Right. Like she goes, "I'm going to the free throw line, but I need I want to complete the the, yeah, uh, the end yeah, one ones, right. rather than going to make two um, at the free throw line. So she's aware of what what, yeah. what, I mean, what, that, what and that's what you want when your better players are approaching the off season with two or three things to work on, um, that's encouraging everybody to go to go to work to work on the weaknesses of their game. And so you know you get you get all, all the girls in there ready to go. Uh, it, it bodes well. So, look, the, the expectations are going to be a little bit higher, but the Big Ten is extremely hard, so they got to do everything they need to do or what they did last year to, to be successful and then some. And so, uh, you know, the funny thing about it, like we're talking about these two teams, you talk about Nebraska. Essentially, I'd I like, you know, Nebraska season start to starting over. I mean, right, let's say we got eight games. You know, it's, it's human nature uh, to have success and then be like, okay, I want to rest, Right championship teams to win consistently so whether it's championships or continually to be good is you have success rest little work more right even though you're in the, what you're doing when you're doing that is you're still doing the things that made you successful from the prior year but you're finding little things that you could get better at so then when it comes time for you to make adjustments or improvements you've already done that so I like the makeup of both teams. Obviously, they're in two different situations mm-hmm. because, you know, whereas Amy's team uh, had a good year last year, Fred's looking to have that year to where they're pretty more consistent in the Big Ten and, and play better, uh, especially in the non-conference. So, But the opportunity is there. They have a good makeup on both teams, and that, that should bode well. They're both exciting teams and fun to watch. And so, uh, you know, they got a lot of things that they can get accomplished. Now they just got to continue to put the work in. Uh, until they get to play the real games. From the start of Amy Tech's on Web Blank- Blanket says this, can they rebound and defend the post of the Big Ten? This is a physical league in hoops, just like football. Just like you can't win football games if you're consistently losing the line of scrimmage, you can't win basketball games if you're consistently getting beat on the boards and struggling to guard the post. Yeah. Enter, enter Blaze Keita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what that does, well, first of all, it, there's two ways, right? <clears throat> You know, when they had Cole, uh, the big man from uh, from Kofer from Illinois, 
uh, nobody was guarding him in the post. Now, what Nebraska did was didn't do was they didn't guard out on the wings good because mm-hmm. both of their guards got off. Mm-hmm. So one way you can curtail inside disadvantage, even though I think Nebraska, you know, physically now is bigger, legitimately physically bigger, mm-hmm. um, is guard better out on the on the wings in the perimeter. You know, a lot of the breakdowns and, and a lot of the easy shots was were, was created by defensive breakdowns, missed on switches, uh, lack of like uh, anticipation in the. Uh, when you when you're switch or when you're calling out switches or defenses adjustments, which then left you know some defenders you know with a against a two way go. So mm-hmm. I think the long the long players that they've recruited and got on the team is going to hopefully help, help curtail that. That is going to allow you to extend your defense, and so you don't have to go to like a run and trap type of defense, which did a little bit at times. But I think the defensive coach or one of the coaches that they brought in has his emphasis is on a little bit more of a high pressure zone. So what that is is like a curveball that you can use, kind of like Texas Tech. If you if people have ever watched Texas Tech, the reason why they're hard to go against because they kind of run that like one three one. It's kind of whatever type of pressure they want to give to you, and it gives people fits, right? But it allows them to get easy shots, and it allows allows them to play against teams with better talent, but it allows the, them to even the playing field. So that's what Nebraska hopefully is going to bring into their, to their fold. But they have size-wise and length-wise on the perimeter, which allows them, even if they're doing uh, a ghost double to, to the post, that longness versus, say, 6'7", 220 going down and doubling the post versus, you know, even, you know, Trey was big, Bryce was a little bit slight. Um, that's a lot different. So I think as long as they do that, and, and I think rebounding is a team thing. Because I think Derek Walker and those guys will check out good. And now, now, Grant, I will say this: they need to put a more emphasis on getting, you know, finding your guy. And you know, it really is not boxing out. When you when a guy shoots from the perimeter, generally what you do is you want to see him, touch him, and then you're you're chasing the ball. Mm-hmm. Because if you're trying to box a guy out at the three point line, these guys are too good of an athlete, so they'll just go right around you. So we need to do a better job of finding your guys and then the ball and then team rebounding because. Ideally, the best rebounding teams are a good team defensive rebounding uh, team. And that's where we really got killed sometimes was the offensive boards. And it's not necessarily how many points they got. It's how many more possessions they got. Well, there's been a change in philosophy, a change in the recruiting philosophy, a, cha- uh, right. a change in that when, when Hoiberg talks about Dedham Dawson and says that he's the most competitive player he's ever been around. Right, a six-six combo, right? A guy that can play all over the place. Um, Blaze Keaton, we know what he did within the, with the space that he was in. And then if you talk about Jawan Gary, again, a guy who played in the SEC at 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 six-six, who is a first-level defender, right. a top-level defender on the wing who moves. Right. They've added some pieces that are unique to play the playing style of the Big Ten. They'll still have to mesh. They'll still right. have to grow. They'll still have to learn. But tomorrow night gives us an opportunity to see them run the floor. Um, I was quietly whispered that Denham Dawson will probably be the fan favorite behind Casey. But a reminder, don't forget about Casey, that when he no. put up 33 against the fifth best team in the world, right. <laughs> right. clean, don't think that he hasn't advanced and grown. Yeah. As hey, well. Look, it's a big transition for him, you know, as far as, 
to travel all the way over here, to, ha- to have to deal with the ex- expectation. Again, another player that was thrust into a role that wasn't ideally what they wanted to do mm-hmm. or have, yep. uh, it does take some transition. So I think he'll be more prepared for it. I think he's probably changed his body a little bit. I think he's used to kind of playing uh, Big Ten basketball. It's another year experience, so everything's not new to him. Mm-hmm. I think it's, And then I think when he has a role – more defined role, I think it'd be good. I think uh, let him do what he does well. But then also, I think for him, with the with the change of emphasis on defense, him learning how to really play off the ball defense was a learning experience for him. Once mm-hmm. he learns how to do it, I think his energy and he has a little he and he has like sneaky length, right? He's mm-hmm. kind of like a a gnat, you know. It's kind of like he's real like quirky, you know. Like he's not really long, but he's kind of like. In the like awkward in the point, he'll get his you know hands he's on ball. He's got balls. moxie. He's right. got moxie. That but thing that we can't identify, but he seems to be in the right, right. right place. But once he learns what he's doing, then it'll be it'll be fine. So communication is key. And and but I think like when you got Gary right, he's played against the likes of Auburn, the Tennessees, and those type of players, right? And guarded him, and scored. When you're in a timeout, you say, "Hey, look, I need you to check him." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he's going to do it. And you know he's done it before, and that's a really, really good thing. So I think it's a it's a good mix of, 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 a, of a team. I'm sure Fred's done a really good job of getting them to understand that the, the, the bigger pitcher is the best pitcher, and the better the team is, all individual successes go there. And the funny thing about it, before we go into break, you know, when I was in college or, like, watched the NBA draft, it was always, like, how many points do you average, mm-hmm. right? And, and if you didn't average 16 points, you can't be anything in league. Well, Draymond Green's changed that, mm-hmm. right? The other players that have won it, there's guys like Kessler that got drafted from Auburn. You think if you're seven foot two and can run the floor, you should. You, you, generally, back in the day, you need to be like Ralph Sampson, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he was like ten and eight. That's nothing special. So, guys that have pro aspirations, it's not all about I need to get thirty. Okay, if you can play basketball, there will be a spot for you. If That's you can safe. defend, somebody will, will exactly. Will. If you can defend, run the floor rebound and, and do the, you will be, you, you will be playing somewhere and you will make a lot of money. So uh, I think it's a good, and, and it's no different here, right? So you can, you know, cut your teeth here and you got a coach that's, uh, you know, coaching the NBA and played in the NBA for a long time. So it's a tremendous opportunity for uh, these young men and uh, young women this year is basketball, both men's and women's basketball. Taylor asked, do we snag an actual point guard? Just pay attention. We're letting you know. We have point guards. You, you, you have point guards, plural. You have Big Ten point guards on the roster. Like, you have three Big Ten point guards on the roster. I'm just going to say Decision it. makers, and tough. Defenders. Defenders. Long defenders. Finishers the at the rim. And rebound, defensive rebound. Athletic so, yeah. who aren't going to be too small. But that's what that is. We'll throw it to break. And, again, you have until 6 o'clock to get out here. It's to an hour and a half. Hour and a half. This Jason Peter jersey is going home with somebody, and all you have to do is come in and put your name in the box. You don't even have to stay. Come on in. But if you come in, you're going to walk yourself into the, into the, into the deli. And you're going to see what's going on. You're going to go exactly. on there, get you get your sorbet, get you your, your prep meals, get you uh, your, your elegant sides, or you make your reservation for Casa Bovino upstairs. Uh, we can do that. I'm going to give their menu when we come back. I'm just telling you, the menu is fire, and we'll talk a little Indiana when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.